The message of Christmas is the message of the gospel. Christ came to earth to make a way for man to come to God. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we study what God says about the birth of His Son. Someone has said that the most beautiful word in the English language is a person's own name. There's no doubt there's something special about people knowing your name, remembering it, and using it. As a matter of fact, when people that you love or that love you say your name, it's a very special thing. And no one can say my name exactly like my wife does. It's precious to me. Well, the truth of the matter is, although we all enjoy hearing our own names, there is one name on earth that exceeds every other name. It excels every other name. It is the name of Jesus Christ. We're studying that name right now. And we began our study in Matthew chapter 1, where an angel sent from God the Father said, His name shall be called Jesus, for He shall save His people from their sins. And we learned in that first mention of the gospel record that the name of Jesus brings pardon. I hope you know the pardon that only Jesus Christ can bring. We continue our study now in the Acts of the Apostles. It's really the Acts of the continuing Christ through the Apostles. That's the wonderful truth. Everything Jesus began to do during His earthly ministry, He is continuing to do now through the local New Testament church. I don't know about you, that encourages me greatly to know that the same Christ that was at work while He was physically on earth is at work in my life and in your life today. And so we come to Acts chapter 3 and we learn a second wonderful truth about the name of Jesus. Not only does the name of Jesus bring pardon, but the name of Jesus brings power. In Acts chapter 3, the Bible says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. May I pause our reading for just a moment and say, he was looking for money, but he's about to get something much better than money. He's about to get something that you can't spend up and you never exhaust. Verse 6, Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. You know, when Jesus shows up, everything changes. And it is the most attractive thing to see the Lord at work in the life of one individual. As the chapter continues in Acts chapter number 3, there gets to be quite a uh, stir, you know, because people don't understand everything that's going on. And Peter stands up and preaches a sermon. And right in the middle of his sermon, he says this. He says, And his name, verse 16, 
and his name through faith in his name hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. I've marked in my Bible in verse number 6, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And in verse number 16, and his name through faith in his name hath made this man strong. In other words, the power was not in Peter. The power was in Jesus Christ. The power is never in man. The power is always in the name of Jesus. Oh, my friend, the name of Jesus is a strong name. Proverbs 18.10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Perhaps today you're being bombarded by uh, some attack of the devil. Uh, Perhaps you're being bombarded by the temptations of the world around you. Maybe you're being bombarded uh, by the lust of your own flesh. May I say to you, you can run into the name of Jesus. Run to that name today. Speak the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. And as surely as this man received strength through the name of Jesus, friend, you can receive strength through the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus has power with God. It is the name by which we pray. John 14, 13 says, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Could I challenge you today to pray in the name of Jesus Christ? That's not a formality. It's not a filler. It's not a clever way to sign off or just an appropriate way to wrap up your prayer. No, when we say in Jesus' name, amen, that is our access. That is our authority. That is our assurance. I have no right to come into the presence of a holy God except through the name of Jesus Christ. I remember years ago hearing the story of a little boy who tried to gain access to Buckingham Palace And of course, he was rebuffed and rebuked and turned away at the door. And weeping, standing outside the palace, a fine, well-dressed man came up to him and said, Son, what's the matter? And the little boy said, All I want to do is speak to the king. And this man took the young lad by the hand and led him up to the same door. And this time, uh, the soldier stepped to the side. The guard opened the door. They walked right into the palace, right into the throne room of the king of England. What that little boy didn't know was that he had by the hand the Prince of Wales, the king's son. Friend, when you are connected to the king's son, you have access to the king. May I say to you today, if you know Jesus as your personal Savior and you'll pray with faith in the name of Jesus, you have access to the very throne room of the universe, to the Creator God of the world. The name of Jesus not only has power with God, but the name of Jesus has power over the wicked one. You'll notice here that there's power over the evil in Acts chapter 3. In Acts 16 verse 18 we find it again. Paul being grieved turned and said to an evil spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And the Bible says he came out the same hour. And may I say to you when you're weak, when you're tempted, when the devil attacks and the world calls, when the flesh lures you, speak the name of Jesus Christ. There is power in the name of Jesus. Now, as surely as the name of Jesus brings so many good things, it's also going to bring attacks all its own. As a matter of fact, Acts chapter 3 immediately leads to Acts chapter number 4. And when we continue our study, we're going to find that the moment God begins to work, the devil also begins to fight. You see, everything God ordains, Satan opposes. Remember this today, friend. You're in a spiritual warfare. You're in a spiritual battle. 
and you have an enemy, and he hates the name of Jesus. He trembles at the name of Jesus. But remind yourself of this, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I say again, there is no name like the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Do you personally know the Lord Jesus Christ? It is our prayer that you will trust Him and obey Him. May you and your family have a truly God-blessed Christmas. To make a year-end tax-deductible gift to this work and to find helpful resources to begin the new year, visit us online today at scottpauley.org.